It's a nice cold evening. Nice cool evening. It's a nice cool in May evening in the state of Illinois. You got the window open. You can hear the sounds of the suburbs. The ambiance. What is that beeping? Sounds like a truck backing up. But it's been doing that for a while. Maybe they're backing up a long ways. I guess so. And then the click, click, click of my fan. Mm, the ambiance. You will see that we can't. <laughs> and the silent release of the farts coming uh, out of my butt. Are you farting? Are you farting? Zachary, are you tooting? No, I didn't fart. I found the clip. Oh, okay. Where was it? Right here. Threw it. <laughs> I knew it. This is a bonus episode. The story of a girl. <laughs> it's a song. By who? Oh, God, I have to look. This is a story of a girl. Who cried a river and drowned the whole world. No. You've never heard that song? Nope. Nine Days. The band is called Nine Days? Yeah, hang on, I'll play some of this it. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looked so sad. Yeah, it sounds like a classic 90s bop. Um, I don't remember when it was released. 2000s 90s, bop. 2000s, you know. It's good old 2000s bops. 2000, yeah. Well, this is not a story of a girl. This is... Uh, a uh, bonus episode. Because, Story of a beer. Yeah, because I didn't get my research done in time. Sounds about right. It's a recurring theme now. Uh, I, I found out I'm a couple episodes behind in releasing, so that's on me. A uh, lot of lot of stuff to edit still, and just been been kind of busy lately. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about our weeks? This feels weird. It's like a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. Yeah, let's maybe just get into the beer, I suppose. No one cares. I cares. Aw. But I've wanted to do uh, a bonus episode for a while. It's been a minute before we, in, since we released one. I know at one point we talked about not releasing bonus episodes as main episodes, but it doesn't matter anymore uh, because we're so close to 100 and um, we don't care what you have to think or say. You tell them, girl. Yeah. Uh, Stand your ground, honey. And I've also wanted to do this beer for a while. I've been very excited about it for about about 50 episodes. Really? Yes. This beer? Yes, this beer. I've been excited about 50 episodes. And I'm going to try to fill the time with nonsense while I pull up the notes that I just completed. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, what else. What else is topical? Um, what's worth talking about? Um, this is the story of a girl. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, I'm, we're working on Lego. Some Lego sets. There's three unopened Lego sets behind us. We did. Uh, we just. Almost finished putting together Hedwig. That's exciting. I thought there was something I was going to mention to you on an episode, but I can't remember. My mind's all over the place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, remember... Uh, thanks. That's what I was going to talk about. So, remember we dropped you off uh, after you came over and we just hung out for a little bit. We dropped you off, and while I was driving to your, your place, while I was driving to your place, I was 
beyond tired. Mm-hmm. I was doing one of those things where I was oh, no. nodding off. I was struggling to stay awake. And we dropped you off, and I knew I couldn't immediately drive home. So she reclined her seat, and then I reclined my seat, and we fell asleep. In my driveway? We were asleep in your driveway for an hour. You are insane. With the car running and I the window down. I thought it was very odd that you had left as soon as I... Yeah, no. Walked in. We stayed there and slept. And uh, the only reason I woke up is because I think Ali, like her phone slid off her lap or something and made a noise. And I woke up and we got home. We're like, how long were we there? And she was like an hour. And I was like, I don't think it was an hour. And I looked on my phone. It was an hour. We were there in your driveway for an hour with the car running. It was good. I needed it. I needed it to. I'm glad you didn't drive. To drive home. Yeah, it was. We were both very tired. We got home and we slept. So. All right. I got my notes pulled up. So this bonus episode, uh, the beer, the brewery, is Around the Bend Beer Co. When did we do them? Were they the fruit punch ones? The goal, taking craft further. I don't remember. We take classic styles and imbue them with an experimental edge. Some of our beers are a little goofy. Others are delicate and refined. But every single one is delicious. Delicious. Do you remember? No, I had to look it up. <laughs> oh yeah. Pull up pull up yeah, episode Vera. pull up episode seventy on your phone right now. Vera. Okay, hold on, let me find it. Uh, episode seventy is but it's like right right Dylan before is? we get down the boom height. Yeah, right before we get into the beer. You do it. Four hours. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Illinois. Every single. That one. Yeah. Our beer is from Around the Bend Beer Co. Hey, I know that. I think I was very sleepy. Yeah. Let's just do a quick repack. A little recap. A little repack. A little repack. A journey, not a destination. <laughs> the goal, taking craft further. We take classic styles and imbue them with an experimental... <laughs> I'm going to have some badass music playing on it. Some of our beers are a little goofy. Others are delicate. But every single one is delicious. <laughs> Man, I'm funny. I should get my own TV show. You are funny. So... I, I figured that would remind you of... Uh, we did Around the Bend for episode 72. Yeah. It was uh, Villainous. What episode was Vera? 30. 30. Was yes. it that long ago? Yeah, 30. Jeez so 30. Louises. So quoting you, in the fall of 2012, an idea sparked. Uh, there was something different going on in the beer world. Something that hadn't been seen for nearly 15 years. I see. I finally get to do Around the Bend. You've, oh, done, you've done them twice. Yeah. Interest in full-flavored beers was once again gaining steam, but something was different this time. The movement was bigger and gaining traction at a faster pace. It looked like there was a window of opportunity, but it wouldn't last. Our founder, Dan, decided to leave behind corporate life and follow a long-standing dream of becoming an entrepreneur. Even better, as a home brewer since the midnight, uh, mid... In the... In the beninging... In the even, even better as a home brewer since the mid nineties, 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 nineties is spelled weird. You don't expect there to be a T in there, but there's a T in nineties, nineties. Yeah. 90s. yeah. Uh, as a there's home brewer since the mid nineties, nine, nine of them count them. 
to follow his passion for beer. In taking things, I'm sorry, in talking things over with his wife, Brooke, the couple decided to lock arms and take the plunge. A business plan was written. 401ks were emptied. A friend. I'm dead. Friends and family round raised, and by the spring of 2015, the first batch was brewed and ready to debut at the annual Beer Under Glass Festival. ATB was born that evening. Since then, Brooke and Dan have put their hearts and souls into building ATB into what it is today. And luckily, because of fine beer-loving folks like you, or like us, we are cranking out more beer than ever these days. More of the styles you've come to love from us... And more experimental brews that seek to break the mold. Because, at Around the Bend, that's what we do. We take classic styles and imbue them with an experimental edge. We believe that if you keep trying new things, keep pushing the boundaries, then you never know what's around the bend. Ha <laughs> <laughs> This beer is Vixen. Oh, I was going to do that. That's their Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have that on the shelves? Yeah. Yeah, we found it at uh, Benny's uh, about a month or two ago. Like Vera, you'll love Vixen, your favorite cream ale with cinnamon. That's all. That's all it says. A cinnamon. Uh, so for those of you who either haven't listened to episode 30 or forgot what we talked about in episode 30, I'll describe Vera. It says, we all know how wonderful pistachios are. Pistachia yeah. Vera the genus species, have been used in culinary applications for thousands of years. For a much shorter period, innovative brewers have employed this tantalizing droop. That's right. Technically, it's not a nut. It's a droop. What's a droop? I don't know. Something similar? Nut-like? They've been using these droops to add a luscious character to many styles of beer. Our delicate cream ale really lets the pistachio flavor shine through as the star. The use of Caravienne malt adds a touch more body than some other cream ales, along with a uh, pale golden hue. At just over 5%, this is a session beer you'll want to get cracking with. Get cracking. So it's that beer, Vera, that we had in episode 30, which I loved and still adore, with a little bit of cinnamon. So we'll see how it tastes. And I'm going to talk about cream ales, too, to, you know, fill more time. Go for it. Wikipedia says, cream ale is a type of American beer which is light in color and well attenuated, meaning drier and with a somewhat higher alcohol content than regular beer. First crafted in the mid-1800s at various breweries in the United States, cream ale remained a very localized form with different styles until the early 20th century. During Prohibition in the United States, a great number of Canadian brewers took up brewing cream ale, refining it to some degree. Following the end of Prohibition, cream ale from Canada became popular in the United States, and the style was produced anew in both nations. I think I remember talking about that when we did the jalapeno cream ale for megalophobia. Mm-hmm. And from craftbeer.com, the American cream ale is a mild, pale, light-bodied ale made using a warm fermentation, top or bottom fermenting yeast, and cold lagering. Despite being called an ale when being judged in competitions, it is acceptable for brewers to use lager yeast. Uh, craftbeer.com puts the American cream ale in the category of hybrid beers. They're generally 2 to 5 SRM, 10 to 22 IBU, and 4.3 to 5.7 ABV. They're best enjoyed in a flute glass with salads, mild shellfish, Monterey Jack cheese, and lemon custard tart. Ooh. Vixen is 5% ABV, 11 IBU, unknown SRM, and it does not have a score on Beer Advocate, but it has an average rating of 4.2 out of 4 ratings. I give you an average rating of 5 out of 4. Wow. Yeah, man. That's like 
120%. It's crazy. I think you're pretty great. 125%. I think you're pretty great. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll go get it. Okay. You know, I was going to get one of these um, for the Christmas episode. Aw. But then I stopped myself. Aw. Yeah, he is wearing Put a Santa hat. The old green mayo with dim and dim. The tattoo that I want to get. That's a lady. Uh, she is wearing a Santa hat. The tattoo I want to get is wearing a Santa hat with some uh, antlers. You want to get that with Santa hat? No. I was going to say. For a limited time only, we've got a special treat for you. We took our popular pistachio cream ale and added a touch of cinnamon for that warming, gangs all gathered for the holidays feeling. It's as delicate in flavor as ever, brewed with Caribbean malt for a touch of extra body, and just at 5% ABV, you'll be rocking around the Christmas tree all night. Government warning, according oh, to the Surgeon General. My God. What? Oh, pairs well with turkey dinner, gingerbread, and figgy pudding. Oh. That's cute. Dang. Malts, there's a whole otter in here. Wow, they put an otter in here. Corn? Corn? Corn malt. Corn? Corn? So I guess it's, no, uh, it's, adver- it's advertised as a Christmas beer, but we're enjoying it in almost June now. Oh, yeah. Cracker open. Mm. Smells simonimonimi. It's mostly cream ale though. Pleasant, yeah. Because that cream ale smell always is very consistent. It reminds even the jalapeno me of, one it smells reminds like me of this. Vera. Oh, it's, it's delicious. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so fancy. Watch out. I did not try. It's getting boobly. Look at that. It's so pretty and fancy. I really like these glasses. Um, I like them too. My Aunt Julie got me these. Cannot these, uh, fit a lot in there. Champagne flutes. And it goes all the way to the base. Okay, it's hard to do this. I got boobies. Touch of cinnamon. Because it goes like... It hits your boobs? It hits my boobies. Mm. <laughs> my boobies. <laughs> no, it smells very strongly of cinnamon. Yeah. Okay, I can smell it. Smell it better in the flute. I don't think I can say cinnamon without doing that. Cinnamon or synonym? Cinnamon. You trying to say cinnamon or synonym? What's a synonym for cinnamon? Cinnamon. I'm stuck in a loop. Alright, let's clink it. Clink it and drink it, baby. Ooh. If you say ooh, I will smack you. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I I almost spit beer everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. I can't ooh. So I'm gonna, ah. <laughs> What's the alternative? What's the opposite of ooh? <laughs> Oohs and ahs. <laughs> I think I prefer Vera, but this isn't bad. 
I think I do also, and I can definitely tell how this could be uh, targeted towards the holidays. Because it is a very Christmassy tasting beer. Also, you you uh, made me realize I do say ooh a lot after trying beer. Every time. Ooh. 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 Either an ooh of surprise or an ooh, ooh. is in like, that's yeah. really good. Or like, what, do you, ooh, ooh. what do you say when you, yeah, ooh. yeah, ooh, yeah, every ooh. time, yeah. Ooh. It's always an ooh. It is. I'll change it up. I'll, I'll give you more ahs. I think that'll start making me laugh more. Ah. <laughs> Yes. Ah. Beer. Mm, should I put out a pinky? <laughs> ah. Indeed. Yeah, it, it it smells like cinnamon. I'm trying to see if I can taste the pistachio. I suppose I can. I guess a little bit. Because, oh, it's the same beer. It's just they added pistachio. Or they added uh, cinnamon. It's good. That's another thing. Mm. What's the burp like? I, well, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. I got a mixed, my my burp palate's a little muddled right now, because I had some uh, butter soda. You did. And then a Mike's hard lemonade and sushi and a lot of sushi. It's it's it is Christmassy. It's like tinsel in a glass, like nutmeg and wreaths. Wreaths, liquid wreaths. It's tiny. Yeah. That's me chewing on a pine tree. Sound of you in a pine tree? Yeah. What's the universal sound? Mm-hmm. I taught that to the kids. No way. <laughs> I love that. <coughs> I, I do have a review. Oh, nice. Haven't done that in a while. Yeah. This is a beer advocate review from Jake Hyphen Bomb. Jake Hyphen Bomb. In Illinois. Jake Hyphen Boom. <laughs> On January 6th, 2021. So about a year and a half. They gave it a 4.95 out of 5. Whatever was added to the Vera recipe by adding cinnamon. Okay. What? <laughs> he, he answered his own conundrum. <laughs> he says, whatever was added to the Vera recipe by adding cinnamon. <laughs> That's what was added, Jake hyphen bomb, was, was cinnamon. That was, that was what was... It's a pistachio cream That's ale. what he said. Whatever was added to the Vera recipe by adding cinnamon... You added cinnamon. ...completely sweetened and improved its overall flavor. The cinnamon. The cinnamon. It's a damn shame this is a holiday ale. I'd love to drink this year-round. Again, we saw it a couple months ago. A month, maybe. If only more people knew about it. So, here's my review. Hopefully some more of you cream ale aficionados hop in here... I do love cream ales. ...and put me in my place. I love cream ales. So here it goes. Poured lightly into a Spiegelau wheat ale glass to attempt to emulate the recirculation found in the nitro stout glass on a carbonated ale. Okay, Jake hyphen bomb. Cool it. The color is a darker redder take on the Vera, which, yeah, which I noticed it's a little more amber. Oh, yeah. The other one was much more pale. Darker color. Uh, but not too much so that it's a departure. It smells pleasantly of cinnamon without overwhelming the senses like traditional holiday ales. It's true. It's tastefully done. The taste is bang on, malty and sweeter bang on. than the Vera cream ale. Is it sweeter? I suppose. Okay, bang on. This is bang on. You're bang on. The mouthfeel is a creamy early on 
The mouthfeel is creamy early on, but slowly fizzles out towards the bottom of the glass and has a heft to it while retaining the same lovely lightness in the gut, leaving you to inevitably want, quote, one more. In the gut. The only improvement this beer would ever need is a pseudo-traditional nitro variant, which might need tweaks to the recipe in order to retain the smell, but it would give it a perfect mouthfeel. I could see that. It's a little bit, some tingles, but is is there like a nitro cream ale? We've had nitro stouts, I think. Uh, I don't know. Overall, this is one of my favorite cream ales, and I'm going to stock up on it before it goes out of stock. I mentioned in my previous fair review that I've traveled all over the UK and found nothing like this cream ale, and I'll double down here. This is like an improvement on something already fantastic, and I'll be experimenting with pistachio in my own brewing to see what I can come up with. That was a very long run-on sentence, Jake hyphen bomb. Jake hyphen bomb. But I agree with some of your statements. Good beer. I think it's pretty tasty. Is that it? That's all I had about the beer, yeah. That's beer section. Good times. Good times. Anything uh, like extra you want to talk about? No. All right. Well, we'll have a uh, we'll have an actual episode next week. Or will we? I just gotta catch up on my editing. Or will we? Now this this bonus one makes three episodes behind. Three episodes I need to edit. More like two and a half. What but a mess. What a mess. All right. All right. I had a beer left over. I probably could have opened one. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.